Glory be to God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Today we mark the beginning of the season of Advent, a season of preparation, of waiting, and anticipation. Advent is an in-between season that calls us to be alert and vigilant for the signs and the coming of God's kingdom. For us Christians, it's a season that reminds us that in life, we are often in transition and change. And in these moments of transition and change, we may find ourselves confused, filled with doubts and anxieties for the future, and we may try to look forward to a hopeful but foggy future. This first Sunday of Advent, our theme is hope, the hope of God that helps us to endure with patience and maybe in the midst of our enduring, we might find joy in this moment of transition. Scripture reminds us that we human beings have been there before. In the gospel lesson today, Jesus speaks to his disciples of the coming of an in-between time, a time in which he will not be fully present with them, and also a time in which God's plan for the world is not fully realized, a not-yet moment. In our scripture lesson today, he gives us a warning summed up in two words, keep awake. Jesus spoke these words in Matthew 24, just a few days before his arrest and crucifixion. He knew he wouldn't be with his disciples much longer. And in the verses before today's passage, Jesus has just told his disciples that a day is coming when he will return as the Son of Man, the Messiah, but in the in-between times, there may be false prophets and messiahs and frightening world events. We modern-day disciples understand that we are still living in this in-between time. The violent events of the past week bears witness to all of this. But in this in-between time, Jesus tells the disciples that it is not their job to be afraid. Followers of Jesus are never meant to operate in fear. No, no, never. Nor is it our job to speculate and to just wait passively. Instead, we are to watch and be ready. Verse 42 in our lesson reads, therefore keep watch. The word he uses for keep watch is translated as stay awake. Therefore stay awake because you do not know on what day your Lord will come. And the good news is that Jesus shows us what to do as we stay awake in Advent hope through these challenging and transitional 
moments. Because the human condition is that in times of confusion, our doubts and our anxieties, our fears for the future fill our thoughts, and we lose hope, don't we? And we lose a sense of knowing what to do. Jesus' life offers us a clue on what to do in this time of staying awake. If we look at Jesus' life, we learned he prayed to align his heart and mind with God's. Pastor and author Bruce Larson was talking to a pilot friend about a recent plane crash in his area. The pilot had been flying through the fog and he crashed into the side of a mountain. Larson's friend told him that it was a standard part of the pilot training to fly up higher, higher above the fog. Pilots are supposed to rise high enough to see over the fog. He said, pilots keep going up until they can see. This is the point of prayer, too. The Bible tells us that our thoughts are not God's thoughts and God's ways are much higher than our ways. When we pray and align our hearts and minds with the heart and mind of God, we're rising above our current situation and circumstance. We're rising above our fog to see God's priorities. The second lesson we learn from Jesus' daily life is that he paid attention to the needs right in front of him. If you look at his life in Scripture, he lived in the moment. He didn't spend his time thinking about the mistakes of his past or in anxious, fearful thoughts for the future. In a world filled with many competing demands, Jesus calls us to pay attention to the needs of the moment. And he viewed every moment of life as an opportunity from God to see and meet the needs of the moment. Not just our own needs, but the needs of the people around us, around him. To see other people's needs in the way that Jesus did requires both discipline and love. We need that discipline to sort through those competing priorities, asking ourselves always, what needs has God put right in front of me in this moment that I could meet? What can I do to share God's love? And this is another lesson we learned from Jesus' love. He never, or Jesus' life, he never missed an opportunity to act, to share God's love. You all know we live in an individualistic society. In moments of transition like ours, this individualism might be great, but it can also lead us to be disconnected, to be lonely, and to not trust in others creating a climate of anxiety. But if we look at the life of Jesus, you'll see that he never missed an opportunity to share God's love, God's care, because it is in this sharing Jesus changes the world for the better. 
He teaches us how to change the world for the better. I hope you understand on this Sunday of hope that your choices impact God's plan of salvation. You and I are the hands and feet of God. Our choices in this in-between times makes all the difference in bringing about God's kingdom on earth. There's a story of, from an issue of Christianity Today I just read, or I read in the summer. It's about this professor, Heather Thompson Day. She was a, teaching at a Michigan college, and one of her students named Shatina came to class, and she didn't seem interested in the course. She always avoided eye contact with her professor. Some days she even put, on, put her head on the desk and took a nap. One morning when Shantina walked into the class, Miss Day felt a sudden and strong urge to give her money. But she brushed it off, worrying that it would offend the young woman or create a strange dynamic between them. Professors don't usually give their students money for no reason. Day didn't follow through with the urge. As Santina left that class that day, another thought popped into the professor's head. It said, you keep asking me to give you big opportunities to change the world, but you haven't been faithful in even this small one. Professor Day was convinced that it was God talking to her. And she writes, I've been praying for God to use me to make a difference in the world. And now maybe he was, and I was ignoring the opportunity. She pulled $20 from her wallet and rushed outside into the hallway, but the young woman had gone away by this time. So she missed her opportunity. The following Monday, the professor asked Shantina to join her after class. And she gave the girl $40 apologizing all the, the while, saying she hoped that she didn't make her feel uncomfortable. But she said that God had somehow told her to give her money, and she hoped that she would accept it. <laughs> all of a sudden, the young woman started to cry and said, before I stepped in this class, I did something I haven't done in several years. I prayed. It turns out Shantina was a single mother who had grown up in foster care. She had no family support and had a desperate need for diapers. She had asked a friend for help, but the friend didn't have any money either. The friend suggested that Shantina pray for the diaper money, a suggestion that had offended her because she didn't believe in God. But she didn't have any other options. Just before class, the two young women had prayed that God would provide this young woman with enough money to buy diapers for her baby. And now her professor, whom she had tried to avoid for the last month, was answering the prayer she prayed to God a God she didn't believe in. Over the years, Thompson Day had stayed in touch with Shantina, who eventually became a Christian. 
And as Thompson Day writes, I've never ignored the voice of the Holy Spirit again. Friends, Advent hope reminds us that Jesus is returning one day, someday. In the meanwhile, he challenged us to stay awake, to be ready. And in this season of transition and change, I invite you to stay awake, to do what Jesus taught us to do, by praying to see God's priorities, staying alert to the needs of the moment, and to act in love. Amen.